0: Welcome to the Growth Circle Podcast, discussing topics of personal growth, gathering stories of individuals embarked on the path to success, and most importantly, providing a platform for individuals that want to learn and grow. And now, here are your hosts, Jake Ingledew and John Mitchell. you have a property that is in rough condition, has tenant issues, or a project that never got finished, then you need to contact Homelink Properties. This Springfield, Missouri-based company will give you a fair cash offer on your property, completely as is, the same day you reach out. If you're an investor, Homelink Properties can also put your house in front of hundreds of cash buyers so that you, too, can quickly sell your property. Give them a call today, 417 417- Two nine I'm your host, Jake Ingledew, and I'm an average dude with above average dreams. Uh, I'm a business owner, a real estate investor, a veteran, and most importantly, a family man. And I'm here with my co-host, John Mitchell. John, why don't you come in and introduce yourself? My name is John
1: Mitchell. I believe in dreaming bigger and working harder. I own a business in doing remodeling. Uh, I'm a farmer. I'm an auctioneer. I'm a soon-to-be husband and hopefully a soon-to-be dad.
0: So John's a good friend of mine, and we've decided to come together to create the Growth Circle podcast, Um, and our whole purpose for this podcast is to show the average person that it is possible to achieve your hopes, dreams, and successes, Um, but it just takes a little bit of consistency and doing the small and simple things on on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, if you just stay consistent and, you know, hustle...
0: And work hard, dream big, Dreaming's free. So get out there and make it happen. So we wanted to create a community of people that not only John and I uh, can learn and grow because we're not, we're not gurus by any means, um, but we both want to improve and grow and we want to help other people improve and grow. So we'll probably at some point, um, I haven't even talked to you about this, John, but at some point we'll maybe start a Facebook group page and stuff and just create a community called the growth circle where we can all just grow um, as individuals and collectively together, um, making the world a better place. Right on. do it. <laughs> uh, so today's topic that we wanted to talk about, um, I've been thinking about it a lot lately because I've been here multiple times in my life, and I know, John, you have been here too, um, is, is being in this analysis paralysis where you're not able to take action. Um, maybe you can start off by telling us a little bit about what uh, analysis paralysis is.
1: Yeah, so I think analysis paralysis is probably a little bit different for for everybody depending on what you're doing.
0: I guess the first thing
1: I associate it with is real estate (laughs) because that's what you hear about, you know, on other podcasts is, you know, somebody wants to make a leap and do something crazy and, you know, wants to invest or, or wants to change what they're currently doing, but they're too scared to do that, and so that's what analysis paralysis is, is you want to do something different and you want to make a change in your life. And usually it's pretty significant, but you're too scared to do that.
0: Yeah. I've been there a lot. And we'll talk a little bit about some of these stories. It's what's so interesting about the analysis process. It seems like it, the reason why it comes about is, uh, I can, I think I can sum it up in one word is fear and fear seems to be the killer of most hopes and dreams. And I, I, it, it, sometimes it's fear of what other people are going to say. Sometimes it's fear of the unknown, fear that you don't know everything perfectly that you need to know to be able to take the leap. But I think to solve that problem, like, uh, you know, you and I are both kind of religious, but um, the opposite of faith is, I mean, fear is faith. Right. And so faith is action, is taking action. And I, I think to be able to overcome those fears, we got to take action, to be able to overcome that analysis paralysis, we have to take action. Do right. You have a, a story you can think of or, or a time where you were in that analysis paralysis and you, you took action?
1: Yeah, man. So, I mean, like I said, it can be with anything. I mean, when the, when the grain drill, when I was planting last night broke down, I was <laughs> in analysis paralysis. I didn't even know what to do to work on it. So I just freaked out and just was thinking about it, wasting a bunch of time. But Even more than that, when I was uh, working at FedEx, I was working nights, I wanted to invest and I wanted to start my construction business, but I was like deathly afraid of like, I mean, that was my, that's how I made my living. It's how I pay for my house, how I pay for my truck. So that put me into a situation of like, I'm scared to leave FedEx because this is making me money and I'm gonna jump into something I've never done. I've never done construction with another company. Uh, I've never worked for anybody else doing construction. So I'm jumping into a, I'm changing my path and jumping into something completely different. And that's scary.
0: And what's crazy is most people would be like, Oh, I, you know, but I'm in a com- I'm in a comfortable job. Right. I'm making a decent living and they're afraid to, to make that jump. Uh, just a little plug here. We did do an interview with John Mitchell, um, episode number 15. Um, so if you want to hear his summary and his, uh, or his story about how he, the nine-to-five and, and became an entrepreneur, a business owner, and a real estate investor and has been flipping houses and, and buying and hold real, real estate, uh, check out that episode. So if someone has analysis paralysis, and, and actually I'll tell you my story here in just a second, the, the question is, is, how do we overcome it? Um, I know for me, so I had no joke. I was analyzing real estate and listening to podcasts and reading books and learning all that I can about real estate for over, well over two years. And I think it's important to have that phase, right? Where you're doing the analysis and doing some, some analyzing and research. I think that's important. But at some point it's gotta be like, when are you gonna take action? And I, man, I think I did this for, gosh, at least three years and finally one day we, we took action. And, and honestly, my wife and I, I, I wish she was here for the, on the podcast because I can't remember all, the whole story of how we finally bought our first uh, investment property. But we, I don't even know how it was possible for us because honestly, we didn't really have the funds at the time. I think honestly, we used a credit card to pay for some stuff. Um, and now we have a, a nice cash flow. In- investment property, but like, I could have been like, Oh no, I'm too scared. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know all the steps to go from a to, you know, Z to be able to get this real estate property and make sure it makes me money. And, um, I'm a f- what if, what if the market crashes, you know, you hear excuses like that, or what, Oh, I don't want to be a landlord. What if some, you don't want to deal with tenants. You? Yeah. Tenant calls you at two in the morning to, you know, fix a toilet. There's, there's always an excuse for not doing something. How does someone push through that and just? Just do it anyway.
1: I think you nailed it at the very beginning. I think, you know, faith, uh, for me and you, Jake, we both believe in God, so we put our faith in God. But even for anybody, whether your faith is in God or your faith is in uh, a higher power or your faith in even yourself, I think it's important to have faith in yourself to step out and do that. I think that's honestly probably one of the—I mean, you can look around and see, you know— you're not the first person to go out and step away. I mean, you're going to be okay, and I think one thing that you have to be okay with is is taking a step back because, I mean, at the end of the day, there's no guarantees, but there's nothing wrong with trying something. You yeah. know, if if it fails, it fails, man. Get back up off the ground and try something else.
0: Well, and that's the thing is I think I feel like in society we've painted this picture that failure is a bad thing. Right but you don't grow unless you're, unless you fail. Like right. you have to have a lot of failures along the way to be able to achieve some sort of success.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a, a growth curve. So, um, what, what do you think held you back? What, what personally held you back from making your first purchase for those three years? You think?
0: Uh, that's a good question. I, I think for me, because I'm uh, a perfectionist and I always have to have a plan. I think that because I didn't know perfectly every little thing about real estate, and I, a lack of confidence in my knowledge, I think I was afraid to pull the trigger. Right. And I would use the excuse of like, you know, Oh, well we just don't have the money right now. There's uh, no way to get in real estate. Like, and there's creative ways to like, I was just being, I was too, I was too busy focusing on the problem instead of the solution. If I had turned around and said, okay, so this is what I want to do. How can I do it? Instead of I can't do it, how can I do it? And then try to figure out the solution. I would have, Hold the trigger much sooner, and probably would have bought a better property. That, in the situation we were at, I know that would have been a way better return if I would have just taken action.
1: Right? Yeah, I think I think being creative is probably a big asset because I mean, dude, I've borrowed money multiple different ways, you know, from from friends or whatever. And the money printed from 20, 2020 to currently makes up forty two percent of all the money printed in the last hundred years. Isn't that crazy?
0: That's crazy. I think the, the moral of the, the story is, um, don't be that person that like it, even if you're working a job and, and you've always wanted to start a side hustle or a business or, um, pursue, I don't know, whatever it is, you, you want to be farmer John over here. <laughs> uh, don't, it's okay to be in that analysis phase where you analyze for a little bit, but don't let that be your excuse to not to take action you have to take action. And if you are afraid of something or, or are comfortable, you probably need to get uncomfortable and take some action. Right. Um, if, if it's something you're afraid of, do it anyways, because I think that's where growth happens.
1: Yeah. And I, I just want to throw this out there too. Even like on my first deal that I did on the Bennett house. I mean, when I looked at the house, I knew right away that it was
0: a good deal and you know, I went. home. And again, you're going to have to check out the episode number 15 to hear the whole story about how much money John made and, and <laughs> what that looked like. Right.
1: Yeah. So I, I knew that that was a good deal from the get go, and I even went home and put a pencil to it, and it was a good deal. And for some reason, my human nature still kicked in mm-hmm. and was like, "Eh, you're you're walking. You know, you just quit your job. You know, you just started a construction business. This is risky. You know, buying a house right off the bat. So." there come, I mean, if the numbers work, the numbers work. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if the number, I mean, you know, do, do your research, put a pencil to it. And if it
0: pencils out, it pencils out. I mean, there's just, that's just all there is to it. There's just a lot of negativity when, when you want to take the leap for something, there's Mm -hmm. always going to be an excuse. Like say you wanted to start a business. Uh, Let's just, we'll just use that as an example. You want to start a business and you go and tell a couple of friends by it. They're like, uh, dude, like you've got a comfortable job, you got a good paying salary, like why would you try to start a business? You could lose it all. You could, you know, just, it seems like there's any time, like there's an opportunity for growth or to work towards whatever your dreams are, there's so much opposition.
1: Dude, I remember when I was quitting FedEx, my dad thought it was the end of the world. I mean, dude, I was making like more than 20 bucks an hour and my dad's like, you're gonna quit this and do what? So yeah man, there's always going to be naysayers. I mean, that's another fear thing. That's like fear of what your family's going to think, fear of what, you know, your friends are going to think. You just got to kind of push all that aside and just, I mean, you know, what's right in your heart and you know what you want to do. And if it's the right move, it's the right move. Failure yeah. failure's a growth curve. So, I mean, I think one thing that I was really okay with when I quit FedEx was going to, I mean, going back to nothing. I mean, at the end, I mean, you just build it back up. How are you able
0: to put that, those voices aside? Cause I, I, and not even just like your friends and family's voices aside of them saying, dude, why are you quitting? You had a good paying job. You had benefits, yada, yada, yada. But also there's always that negative voice in the back of our head. That's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're going to fail. You're going to, you know, lose out or whatever. How are you able to push that voice out?
1: Yeah. So I think this is extremely, extremely important. And I can remember like there being doubters, like family, friends, you know, people that you love, like people that you love to your core that are like, this isn't going to work. Your dreams are too big. That wasn't necessarily hard for me to put aside because I'm like, you know, just heck with (laughs) you. I'll show you. Uh, I think the biggest thing that like that I struggled with, like I remember laying in bed at night and be like, "Man, is it even possible to grow like a big business?" Like mm-hmm. is this like you like you think about what you want and you're like, "Dude, is this even possible?" And so the big the the most important remedy to that, I think, and this is true, is you need to surround yourself with people that are like-minded that are going to push you. Yeah. Because if you're around people that are just, you know, junkies or, or just, you know, I'm not saying there's there's anything wrong with people that are just average. I'm not But if you're around people that are just average thinkers that are out, you know, going out partying on Saturday and you know, that aren't really doing a whole lot, you can't expect anything different. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, I mean, if people are picking up rocks and throwing them and you're right there with 20 people that are picking up rocks and throwing them, you think you're just not going to be the one picking up a rock and throwing it or something stupid. Yeah. yeah. So I think being around people that are doing what you want to do and people that are successful Because I've been around people that are successful now, and I really feel like it's pushing me farther than what I ever thought was possible.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's interesting how I feel like we are limited by our own beliefs. Absolutely. And if we continue to look at life through that little window of our limiting beliefs and not expand that horizon, we're not going to be able to accomplish much. And I think that goes to your point. Like if you're surrounding yourself by people that are in a higher or better or whatever situation than you – it almost like they elevate you. They automatically pull you to that higher ground to where you're like, Oh man, it is possible. Right. For example, uh, and you guys should check out episode number 14 with Mike Bowman. Uh, he's 23 years old and he's a multimillionaire, but you get around this guy and in a matter of three years, he becomes a multimillionaire. And, and you know, the average person, even like myself goes, man, dude, I don't even know if that's possible to be worth a few million dollars in three years. Right then you get to around him and see that he's a regular dude. He, you know, he poops just like I do. He puts his pants on with one leg, just like I do. <laughs> Yet he was able to achieve this. And, and check out that interview. I, I even talk about this guy is literally wearing a t-shirt, basketball shorts, um, not even actual Nike shoes. They were uh, knockoffs Knockoffs. and he's just this regular old dude that you would never know um, is a multimillionaire. And it just, to me, it like motivates me like, Hey, yeah, it's possible. Look at this guy doing it. I can do it too.
1: Right. Yeah. Just being around those people that are doing it, it's extremely important.
0: So, I guess the moral of the story is that we hope that our listeners take from this. And and again, we're not gurus. We're not like super successful. Um, We you know we don't live paycheck to paycheck. We both uh, own uh, successful businesses. We're both real estate investors, um, and uh, we're we're in the process of growing. And that's why this is called the growth circle because we're we're trying to grow. And we're trying to help other people see that it's possible because we're just a, some average dudes that are that are working towards towards that. So the moment of the story is, I, I think, just take action. And I would even say because like your kind of motto is dream, dream, bigger, work, work harder. harder. Yeah. If you're dreaming bigger and not having those limited beliefs of what you can achieve and are actually having like, dude, no, I can become a, a billionaire or I can become. Uh, super jacked, or what you know, whatever it is that you you want to do, and you start having that dream, and then working hard to get there. There's no doubt, no reason why you shouldn't be able to accomplish it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and uh, Grant Cardone said, "Dreaming big is free." So dream as big as you possibly can. And that I reminded myself of what I forgot that I was going to tell you. Another fear for people, I think, you know, when you get around old people, there's this persona that. Oh, if you have a lot of money, that's no good. Like you don't, you don't want to be rich, yeah. you know, being rich is, you know, evil.
0: <laughs> that's a whole nother topic that we could go off on. And I, I don't know if we should go down that on this episode. Maybe we should do an episode on this, but it drives me crazy when people are like, well, money's the root of all evil. Well, if you have money and you're able to not only take care of those necessities of lives, so like, you know, food, shelter, water, you know, provide for you and your family, then if you have money, you're able to have impact right? because you can focus on your time, energy, talents, gifts to serving other people and helping other people. Yeah.
1: The saying is, is God blesses us so we can be a blessing to others. Yeah. I believe in
0: it. Going back to that topic actually too, is, is we were talking about faith and how it's action. I think a lot of people also, when you, you think about um, stuff like that, people, people go, well, he was just, he was just lucky. (laughs) Or he like, or I'll just, you know, I'll just give everything over to God and and hope that this will happen. Dude, you never leave your destiny in somebody else's hands. Just go out and work for it. Go out and put forth the effort. You have to take action. Don't depend on anything. There's some things you you can't control. They're out of your control. But there are things that are in your control. And those daily habits and, and those efforts that you're putting in, that's all in your control.
1: Yeah. And people can say, I forget what that synonym is for luck. But, uh, you know, people can say, you know, you know, oh, he got, you know, his parents are funding him or, you know, he was lucky or he had a, you know, there is people that have better starts. There's no doubt about it. But there's people that had better starts that are doing worse than people that had bad starts that are doing better. Right. So it can go both ways. 100%. So just, you know, some people have opportunity and they run with it. Uh, Some people don't have opportunity and they run with it. So whatever, whatever hand you're dealt. I mean, this is life. Whatever hand you're dealt, just, just make something out of it. It's up to you to go out and, and chase down those dreams.
0: Yeah. Instead of whining about the problem, why don't you change the situation by finding a solution? You know, I was thinking, and this could be the wrong person. I'm pretty sure it's Oprah Winfrey. I don't really know her whole story, but I, um, thought I heard an, a podcast episode where I talked about how, um, she, you know, uh, I, I think she may have, uh, been molested and all these different bad family situations happen and now look at her. Right. So it's like, it's, it's funny. Some of those people that are so successful have overcome some great things. And instead of like focusing on like, Oh poor me or, you know, look at that person, they always have this or that And this, they just took action and, and made it happen.
1: Dude, I had this guy message me on Facebook like a couple months ago and I was posting videos about my flip house. Right. Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, man, he said, I seen, you know, you're doing a flip house. How do you get started in that? How do you how do you get your funding? And so I kind of went through and told him and I told him that, you know, I leveraged the farm Uh to, you know, to get my first flip. And his reply was, oh, man, I don't have a farm. I guess I'll just have to be patient and save up. (laughs) And I was like, dude, (laughs) I was like, that's man, dude, it peeved me. To even just, I was like, dude, you want to do this real estate investing, but you're not like, it's like, you know, just, it's like a pity story, dude. Like, why, why just sit around and soak about you having to save money, dude? There's, I can name you a half a dozen people right now that would be a hard money lender. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's
0: money everywhere. It's, it's just not being creative and, and it's focusing on the problem and not the solution and taking action. Right. Cause I mean, I was the same way there. And like, in all, all the properties that I have bought, in, this far I've done the typical 20% down and that's not that's not very creative that's not the best way to do well that's debatable but like I could have leveraged other people's money right well I mean I still did the banks but I mean I could have had zero down and acquired an asset and made money and you know I just think it's important to be creative um, to be to take action. And if you are comfortable, you need to get a little uncomfortable. Or yeah. You're not going to grow. Yeah. Get uncomfortable. That's a big thing, too. Is don't, don't be,
1: I mean, try not to be comfortable because when you're uncomfortable, you're going to do a lot of learning and a lot of growing and you're going to make stuff happen when you're uncomfy. I mean, I can even think to today, you know, I'm, I'm trying to start a second crew in my construction business and it's a little uncomfortable because I've got guys that have families to feed, but I think I'm in the right spot because I'm uncomfortable and, I noticed myself working 10 times harder today to, to get,
0: you know, jobs lined up for that. So, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the growth podcast. Um, We're going to continue to pump out some more of these and, and John and I might just have episodes where we're just talking about different topics or things that are on our mind. Um, But we also will have episodes where we bring in some pretty awesome guests um, and hear their stories and, and how they were able to achieve the success Um, that they achieved and and to show you that it's possible. Yeah, man.
1: So the takeaways from today is be creative, get up, make it happen, dream big, and then just go out there and work for it. But be creative and and be uncomfortable and, you know, be willing to step out of your comfort zone and, and make things happen.
0: Thank you for listening to the Growth Circle Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, connect with Jake and John on Instagram at Jake Ingledew and at John underscore the underscore builder. Until next time...